Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hi, Mike Kapler here with Joel Brzezinski. The Growing in Grace podcast is on the air and we appreciate you sharing it with a friend too growingandgrace.org are archived programs there but there are lots of ways for you to access the growing and grace podcast these days heard all around the world with a growing audience after all these years so joel how's it going this week yeah going well and it is very awesome i think just to know that we are going around the world we don't do this thing because of any big ego ego or anything like that, we are just excited that the good news is getting out there. In this world, ever since the good news came about, I mean, it was foretold with Adam and Eve. God said some good things are going to happen, and but it all came to fruition with Jesus Christ. But ever since that time, there have been bad news preachers. <laughs> there has still been bad news. People saying that they're preaching the good news, preaching the gospel, but really it's the opposite, as we've been talking about the last couple of weeks with uh, all this law and grace being mixed uh, together in the church. And so it's really exciting when we hear from people in different corners of the world and even from right here in the United States where we live. It's just exciting to, to know that the truth is making people free. Jesus said, you will know the truth and it will make you free. That's what the truth is supposed to do. If you are going to church, if you're listening to messages on the radio or on the internet, on YouTube or or wherever, and it's not good news and you're feeling bad about yourself uh, because of what has just been preached, that's not the gospel. That's not the good news. It doesn't mean that uh, we need a we high five each other when we do wrong. It doesn't mean that we're lifting up you know, a blatant life of sinful behavior. Of course, we're not saying that, but we're saying that the truth sets you free and it helps you to, when you know the love of God, it's through the love of God that we get to love God, that we grow in our love for God and for each other. And it's not through fear of punishment, uh, fear of retribution or vengeance from God. It's, it's through his love and his kindness that we come to know him and his love and that we live lives unto him and bear fruit unto him. So anyway, yeah, let's uh, continue on with some of this uh, law talk. <laughs> well, mixing law and grace is a problem, and we've been talking for a couple of weeks about, well, and we get this quite a bit, but uh, we decided to camp out on this one for a couple of weeks. Uh, we probably won't spend much more time on this specific post, but Joel put uh, a social media post out there, and all it was, and, and now a lot of times you and I are posting things, Joel, that kind of just come from our heart. In this scenario... You posted something that was simply a Bible verse, actually 1 Corinthians 15, 56, and 57. Quick repeat of that. For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. The law gives sin its power. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. That was it, uh, with chapter and verse listed there. And, and somebody jumped in, and basically what they did here, Joel, when you stop and think about it was, they just started arguing with the Apostle Paul. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, right. I, I know I, yeah. I know they were coming at you, 
but they, they just started arguing with what you posted, uh, which was a Bible verse or two. And it wasn't out of context or anything. It was just making a point that there's a victory here. Even though the law gave sin power, those commandments that came through Moses were the strength of sin. God gave us victory uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ uh, who overcame uh, sin and death. So here somebody jumps right in because they probably know you've said, you know, you've said some other things along the way. So they just jumped right in and started arguing with that premise of, of what Paul was talking about with the law being the strength of sin, giving sin its power. And then this kind of went on back and forth for, for a little bit. And no matter what you would share with them, and this is this is common for us, you, you can share the truth of Scripture in the proper context as best as you know how, and they'll just ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. legalists will just ignore it because they are on a mission. They are on a mission to convince the world that their way of thinking is the correct one. And I know there's a lot of people out there who kind of fall into that camp but you see, if, if you're just trying to prove your mindset instead of openly considering the context of the scriptures, then we're going to get off track here a little bit. So with that in mind, there's a, a, another one that you got yourself tangled up with. <laughs> and, and I think the, the short story on this, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the short story on this is that somebody ended up sending you something after going back and forth with you a little bit, they ended up sending you something from one of their, their favorite law teachers, copied and pasted something over to you through Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is somebody who is apparently in the ministry, and he's kind of mocking the idea that law and grace shouldn't be mixed. Now, this is where we're coming from. You can't mix law and grace. That's where we stand here on Growing in Grace. But this uh, particular minister believes that that's a joke, and he's going to go on here to to list eight things. He says this, if you want to be free from the law, then you need to avoid these instructions that were a part of the law. And so he lists eight things. At the end of this list, we'll get into it, but he says, uh, "I'm." this is him talking here, I'm seeing a pattern. When people complain of mixing law and grace, they often do not understand <laughs> what they are talking about. And so uh, that's kind of comical, because what this guy is trying to do is mix Judeo with Christianity. You can't be mixing law and grace. And, and, and this is the, the most obvious place you're going to find where this is completely off base. And there's many places we can go to, but there's one that's just point blank where Paul says in Romans 6, 14, sin shall not be master over you. It shall not have dominion over you for you are not under law. You are not under law. But under grace, Joel, jump in here. Yeah, and then that, and the opposite of that is that if you mix law and grace, then sin will have dominion over you, <laughs> because the reason that sin has no dominion over a person when they're not under law is because of what Paul said about the law. Through the law, sin revives. Through the law, sin abounds, and we die. The law is the strength of sin. The law is the strength of sin. And so people who say that you need to mix grace with law, you know, we've come into grace, but now we need to mix the law back in there. 
you're actually negating grace. If you add anything to grace, you negate grace. You take away from grace. Paul you know, talked about how if it's of works, it's no longer grace. Otherwise, works are no longer works. And if it's of, of works, then grace is no longer grace. Because you can't mix law and grace. You can't mix works and grace together. They do not mix together. Through the law, sin increases. Sin revives. The law is the ministry of death and condemnation and bondage. Grace saved us from that. It's through grace that sin doesn't have dominion over us because we're not under law, but under grace. It doesn't say sin has no dominion over us because we mix law and grace together. It does not say that. Paul does not say that. And in the reality, when we go about trying to live our lives, if we try to mix law into it, we're going to find ourselves in bondage, and we're not going to find the freedom for which Christ has set us free. And so where this guy's coming from that you were talking about, where he says, if you want to be free of the law, then you need to avoid these instructions that were a part of the law. I mean, what he's saying is that the way to be free from the law is to just don't keep the law. Just don't keep the law. If you want to be free from the law, then don't keep the law. You know, in other words, don't love God with all of your heart. Don't love your neighbor as yourself. These are some of the things he said. Do not honor God with your giving to support ministers, and do not give free will offerings. Do not honor your father and your mother. See, if you if you just would just don't honor your mother— your father and your mother, then, hey, good, then you're free from the law. In other words, he's mocking the idea, like you were saying, Cap, he's mocking the idea that we're supposed to be free of law. What he's really saying here is that you need the law, because otherwise, if you don't have it, then you're not really under grace. These two things need to be mixed together. Here's the problem. (laughs) The mindset for the legalist and, and I realize there's different levels of legalism out there when it comes to doctrines, just like there is with grace. I mean, you know, doctrines and belief systems, they they can vary from, you know, you just can't throw everybody into the same camp. I understand that. But generally speaking, uh, when it comes to the legalists like this who want to mix law and grace, do not love God with all your heart. Don't meditate day and night in God's word. Don't love your neighbor as yourself. They're making the assumption that when we say being freed from law, when they hear that, they automatically have, because they can't help it, because this is this is the muck and the mire and the quicksand that they're stuck in, right? They can't help but think this way. They could be, but right now they're, they're in a place where they can't see it. The blindfold is on because there's still traces of Moses all over going on here. And Paul talked about that in 2 Corinthians 3. Uh, And it's still going on today from people who weren't even under the law to begin with. Gentile people, crazy stuff here. But they automatically, Joel, where I'm going with this is they automatically think when you and I say we're freed from the law or that people in general, the Jews, whoever, were freed from the law and freed into Christ through the ministry of the Spirit. When they hear that, they assume that we're saying it's okay to sin. It's okay not to love God with all your heart. It's okay not to love your neighbor. It's okay not to meditate in God. God's word, or to give more, to support ministers, to honor your father and mother. He even says, do do not, not commit adultery, fornication, witchcraft, etc. They're assuming that we're going to go down that road because people are freed from the law. The issue here, scripturally speaking, though, this Bible that we hold so near and dear and, and call the word and believe that it's full of truth, the problem here, scripturally speaking, is that this law does not slow sin down. 
It is grace that will slow sin down. The law doesn't reduce sin. It doesn't. It never has. It never will. The power of grace will give people the opportunity to experience that in their lives. That's where the power is. It's in grace. It's not in the law, and it's certainly not in a mixture of the two. Yeah, you can't mix the two together. It's just oil and water. They don't mix. You can't put water in a gasoline tank and expect the car to run. The car dies. And it's the same when you try to put law into the life of a believer. It, it killed in the first place, and it will never do anything other than that. It's the ministry of death and condemnation. It's not anything but that. It's not that when you receive the grace of God, the law suddenly becomes the ministry of life. It doesn't. It has always been and always will be the ministry of death and the ministry of condemnation. Uh, we needed to be freed from that into no condemnation, which comes solely through being justified by God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ. That's the only way to be free from death and condemnation and bondage and guilt and all the things that come through the law. Well, we'll kind of springboard off this a little bit next week, talking about how under the law, sin decreased. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Under the law, sin increased. But guess what? Where sin increased, grace abounded. We'll talk about that next week right here on the podcast, Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.